Every mom, every dad, any parent just wants their kids to be safe. And in this world, maybe by ourselves, we cannot do that. But together, it becomes possible, especially if we are built on something solid like Jesus, our cornerstone. The third reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 28. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. In chapter 1, Matthew's Gospel's first description of Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. And then in chapter 28, after everything that happens in between there, the very last thing Jesus says to us is, I am with you always to the end of time. That is an essential description of hope. Jesus never leaves us. In our darkness of our soul or of our relationships of our, of our world, he is the light, constantly shining, constantly pulling us forward. The last thing I asked Michelle was, where do you find hope in our world? I think just seeing people um, being committed um, to what they believe in, um, that is hopeful. And for me, I've always been raised in a family of um, deep faith, um, particularly from my Baptist roots um, in Mississippi. Um, before I became Lutheran, when my grandmother said my parents made me a to come up here. Um, but that is the one constant that has always been there. And I've always believed that God's hand has always been in the mix. And now we choose to usually mess it up a lot. But the reality is, is that um, the fact that, you know, many years ago, I trusted you because we had a deep relationship to lead my children with parishioners that I didn't know who were out in Brookfield and part across that I was just completely nuts. Um, but they hadn't stepped up to take my children. Uh, for, for me to go on this trip to El Salvador um, as a partner and translator. But these two families, and you have your mommy, Holesleys and Nestlers, took great care of my children, and I didn't have one thought about it. But what is it that so many of us do not have those kind of relationships with each other that then we can't extend the trust to one another, even when we say we're Christian? And the moments that happen like that give me hope. The moments that happened in my mother's life where uh, freedom fighters came down and they have to be Mennonites from Canada and ended up taking her back after five years and she lived with them um, in Saskatchewan in a German-speaking area. Wow. You know, just speaks volumes that there are always people and have always been people um, that really live out the gospel and um, they are our living witnesses of hope. And if we just open our eyes and be willing to trust in the Spirit, I know sometimes as Lutherans we try and stop it out, but if we really 
resonate with the spirit and I'm a Holy Spirit girl, then the spirit will never, never, you know, lead us astray. And if we can have faith in that and our scriptures and just basic humanity, I mean, there is not anything that we can't do. And I think now, um, more than ever, people realize that we're all in this together through the pandemic of COVID. Because if we don't take care of the hardest hit areas in Milwaukee, you think they're gonna just stay right in this little red area where they live? They're all over the place. And they're often the places in our service industries. So don't fool yourself into thinking that we're not all in this together. And so I think if we can think about it that way and think about the humanity and that, you know, um, we want better for the next generation of children. We want better even now. We don't want to have to wait for Mo's next baby to come. We want it right now. But also that if we see that through the health disparities and this pandemic, as well as the death of Mr. Floyd and that the death of um, Joel Acevedo and just others that didn't get publicized quite so uh, broadly, that we have the power to not make that be the status quo any longer. And that, to that me, is, is where hope is. Thanks. Amen. <laughs> and if you're watching, Again, Pastor Michelle Townsend Lopez, uh, pastor at Cross Lutheran Church. Done for now. Peace out. Thank you so much to Pastor Michelle Townsend Lopez for being with us this weekend and for her ministry at Cross Lutheran Church, one of our partner congregations uh, in Milwaukee. Uh, Unity Lutheran Church is uh, uh, an alive and spirit-filled congregation. Uh, most of the people who go here are, are white. We have some people of color, but most of us are white. And I think one of the things that uh, people whose skin color is not white have been trying to tell us and share with us for a long time is that there is just a great violence, overt and covert, to racism. And, and we as a white community uh, shouldn't uh, be uh, avoidant or at some level uh, ashamed of our identity, but we should see this as a moment to seize and act upon with great inspiration and energy. Racism can end, but it has to end because white people change our approach and beliefs and attitudes, laws, whatever it takes. And that'll happen when we are in conversation constantly with brothers and sisters, siblings in the faith and people of goodwill everywhere. There's a lot of things that we can do. If you are a parent of someone in our Sunday school program, you received an email on Friday with things that you can talk about with your children for ending racism. And it's kind of cool, something you can read, something you can watch, uh, a trip you can take, and some food you can eat as a part of walking with your children to a different and better place. There will be other things that we can do with our partners and individually as people or as a congregation. I think one other thing I want you to think about longer term is uh, over the years we've frequently taken uh, members of unity to worship together with our partners at Cross Lutheran or at Hephatha. And we'll take five or 10 or 20 people and I give thanks for every one of them. Uh, 
we should take 100. Next time we go, we should take 100 people to be together with those faith communities and to fill those sanctuaries. And as a result, to say not only are we not afraid to be together, but we actively want to be together as Christ's people. So look forward to that opportunity when it comes in the future. We'll take a bus. We'll take a couple of buses. And in the, in the history of, of everything that's gone on in this country, segregation and race, uh, buses have played a central role in all of that when you think about it. Let's take the bus together to cross and to Hephatha. And I think to that, all the people of God can say not only amen, but for the moment, done.